Welcome to the Writer's Colony podcast. The Writer's Colony is a writer's residency founded by Mara Brock Akil. The Writer's Colony is a place to write, a place to belong, and a place to find your voice. Today I'm sitting down with Latasha. Latasha, yes. how you feeling? I'm so good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to do this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please introduce yourself for those who do not know you yet. God. Tell us about yourself. Tasha, aka Queen Pen, aka Queens from Queens, aka Angel in Disguise, okay. Queen, aka you know okay. we out we out here we outside, okay? Out here. Um, I am newly an LA resident. Um, I am a writer, producer, and uh, independent creator. And uh, I produced three comedy web series. I produced an entertainment platform where I interviewed uh, celebrities and underground talent in fashion and music. Um, and, and covered Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, and I've, I've, I've done my due diligence, so I'm just here to introduce myself to y'all. Yes, and I love that, and you really represent someone who's done a lot and now really pivoted into screenwriter. Yeah, we, we chose the path. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was, it was murky for a minute, but we finally like, you we know. Gotta, you gotta do the exploration, you Yeah, know? And, I, and I found my footing here, this is it, this is it. Love it. So how would you describe your essence as a writer? And how would you like it to evolve in the sense of the type of writer you want to be, the, the genres you like to write about? Like, how would you describe yourself as a writer? I like to go into edgy, complex darkness. I like a little racy drama. I like exploring emotion. I like getting real ugly and uncomfortable. And what I would like to evolve to is uh, someone who pushes the boundaries of reality, plays outside of uh, what we know to be real and creates new visions and stories and worlds. I imagine me to be like the cousin to Ari Aster, the niece to Jordan Peele. Um, I just, I I, want to play it and make something new. That's it. So specific. I love those. The, yeah. the, the what you listed there. <laughs> so take me back. How did you hear about the Writers Colony? What attracted you to being a part of our our cohort for spring 2023? Why did you say yes? So take me back. How could I not be of the lineage of the legendary that is Mara Brockakeel? How could I not be under her umbrella of creation? Whatever she touch, I'm on. Period. Um, uh, I believe some unknown entity, a writer friend of mine, uh, suggested me for the colony, and that's when I heard from you. Um, and when I looked into it, uh, saw whose fingerprints it came from, saw the aesthetic and the beauty of the space, saw the intention and purpose that it served aspiring black writers. It was a no-brainer. I, was, I wasn't going to be anywhere else. And I was introduced to you guys at the time where I was based in New York. And so when you guys called me, LA called me, followed the whisper of the call, and, and I came here. But I'm just honored to be around people who believe in the up and coming and open those doors and make room and make space. And you guys have shown nothing but like love and support and intention. And it's, it's felt like a home away from home ever since. Yeah. That's what we definitely want to create community. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And then also like just creating that space for writing. And curious, like what role did writing play in your life, you know, before joining and 
has it evolved at all as far as your practices? Um, having been in the writer's colony, just again about how having a, a specific space to write and a cohort of others around. Writing can be such a lonely journey. I've cranked out hours in my living room, on my busted little couch, and just like, you know, made stories. And sometimes you can just go into a hole with it. You know what you wanna say, you know what you want your characters to do, you know the plot, and the sun comes up and it goes down and it comes up and it goes down. So the Writer's Colony has really offered um, a peer space. Um, just sort of that peer-to-peer -peer support, um, uh, pitching stories to your friends, seeing what works, what doesn't, opening up room to hear other ideas to elevate your story and make it better. And that's just not something that you can get uh, writing alone. You can only get so far writing alone. You have to use your peers at a certain point. And so having a space each day, every week to, to lean on friends like that, to make new friends, um, has been an invaluable experience. Yes. So you were writing from your apartment in New York and all of that and coming Ooh. into LA. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would I would be alone for weeks, but I'm I got a new pilot. <laughs> but like yeah. to to still get the work done and like be around familiar faces and warm hearts, it's like that makes it a whole new experience. For sure. So if your life was a sitcom or let's be more specific, a rom-com sitcom. A rom-com? <laughs> what song would you use as a soundtrack? If my life were a rom-com, what song would I use as a soundtrack? Or even if you're like this season of your life, right? Because I know for me, things change quite a bit year by year. What's that song by, um, I don't want to call him the Debbie Dad. What's the song by Lucky Day and Yeba? Ooh. How long can a heart take Ooh. when feelings change like phases of the moon? Yes. Yeah, when feelings change like phases of the moon, because sometimes you, sometimes y'all good, sometimes it's an eclipse. Sometimes, I the phases of the moon, like landing in LA, Transitioning into professional writer, them phases is crazy. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's massive change. Massive. The phases are crazy. Sometimes your, your path is lit. Sometimes you can see where you're going. And sometimes when that eclipse comes, baby, when, when, it's, when it's dark out, you're just like, you're just in the thick of it and you just got to keep going. So them phases of the moon, um, it, it, tests, it tests your passion and your faith and your patience and you just gotta like go through that cycle mm. so mm. that's that's the phases of the heart that's the phases of the moon it would it would definitely be that song how much could a heart take that's deep that's deep beautiful all right last question you probably heard this question before if you could be in the writer's room of any tv show please back and why please <laughs> <laughs> back please back please back please back Explain. Tell us more. Let me not go into my full nerd dissection breakdown, okay? Let me just simplify Fleabag. Why? 
as she said in the opening of season two, this is a love story. And to have a naughty, dirty feminist have sex and be bad and make mistakes to finding where to put the love from her mother into her best friend, into love interests, which eventually evolved to her loving herself and having those two seasons go on that extensive, beautiful, messy, hilarious, heartbreakingly funny journey. Mm. Lord. Um, and the simple thematic statement of, I think I'm doing life wrong. I just want someone who tells me how to dress to mean that I just want to love someone who helps me get through, who helps me get through all of this. Um, but that someone, evidently, at the end of it, is you, and it's always you. Um, you are the person who tells you how to dress, because even though you're making mistakes, you're doing all right. Right. And it's all right. So, Fleabag, Fleabag. Fleabag! <laughs> That's your favorite. Yes. Yikes! Yeah. I could do a TED Talk, but you know, we only got so much time on here. We only got so much time. That's it. Wonderful. So... Thank you, Latasha, for sitting down. Any last words you want to say before we close out? I want to thank you. Um, I want to thank Mara Brockakeel. I want to thank the Writers Colony. I want to thank my cohorts, Rayma, Paris, and Tosin, who have been such incredible friends um, along this journey. And of course, I want to thank my new home, LA, for welcoming me with opening arms. Mm -hmm.